Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. My guest today is my friend who is no longer living in New York State, Bill Samuels. And Bill is going to talk about FOMO and the nursing home situation. So. Bill, from your perspective, what went what went wrong? Well, I think two things went wrong. Uh, the first is Cuomo, when he was uh, doing his daily conferences, was perceived as doing an excellent job. But then he had mm-hmm. the hubris to write a book, American Crisis leadership lessons and the fact is that by not fully reporting the nursing home deaths okay the contrast between a failure of disclosure and writing a book just makes them look terrible so if he hadn't written the book do you think things would be different right now I think if he hadn't written the book, and he've got to remember, sending people from the hospitals back to the nursing homes that may have had COVID-19, though there's no statistics on that, that policy only lasted six weeks. Um, Uh And the fact is that six weeks was between March 25th and May 10th. So if he had, when this, when the James report had come out, if he just immediately said, we made a mistake, okay, we weren't on top of it, um, and for those six weeks, I apologize, um, and I should have made these statistics um, available, you know, immediately. I just, there was just so many things going on, I made a major mistake. It wouldn't have blown up as much. It still would have been a negative. But Mm -hmm. the hubris between the book and then his sort of playing this down and saying, you know, so what? You know, they they all died, whether they died in the nursing home or they died in the hospital. Uh, was just resented, you know, by the press, and they've, they've, they've blown it up. Okay, so let's talk politics now. Cuomo is going to be up for re-election next year. Do you see anybody on the Republican side who can wage a formidable uh, campaign against Cuomo? Before before answering that, Cuomo is who I oppose for years. Right. Always has been looked at skeptically by progressives. Um, It was only after 
we were able to elect a Democratic state Senate. Uh, and the COVID-19 weekly or daily press conferences that he had, that he started to overcome the skepticism that uh, the press and progressives, the Working Families Party, uh, had. So for the first time, he was looked at as a uh, successful centrist, and he would have had a chance if Biden didn't rerun in 2024, he could have been taken seriously. The fact that Mm -hmm. he wrote the book, that he didn't uh, give the statistics out for that six-week period on a timely basis has killed his chances nationally. I'm not sure he ever would have wanted to run anyway, Um, but, but, but he's dead. He's dead. Now, if we move to next year's election, mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think this hurts him because it isn't going to penetrate a year from now the most of the voters. So I think you've nailed it in saying this only gets re-discussed uh, if he has a strong opponent. On the mm-hmm. Republican side, I don't see it. Even if George Pataki at 75 wanted to run against, I don't see it. We have to remember, running for a fourth term is very tough. His father mm-hmm. in 1994 lost. Right. But, that, but, Pataki, but that also was a huge Republican year. Gingrich became the majority leader in Washington. He picked up 54 seats. Right. He, it was nationally a Republican uh, success story everywhere. Uh, that's not going to be true in 2022. Uh, people are going to be focused on protecting the Democratic uh, uh, majorities, and it's not going to be a Republican sweep in New York. So I don't think Republicans can beat him in 2024, uh, even though it's a fourth term. It's not the same as his father's 1994 race. Now, and I don't think there is anybody. And do you think the Democrats will hold on to the state Senate? Yes. For the same reason, Democrats, whether we are going to want to win the House. They're going to come out and vote. They're going to be terrified of of uh, Trump coming back in 2024. We're going to have good mm-hmm. turnout, and we're going to try to, you know, re rewin the seats, congressional seats that we lost, uh, and I think we'll win the state Senate. So the only way, the only way. Uh, Cuomo loses in 22, 2022, is if there's a strong Democratic candidate. And even there, I don't know who it would be. Okay, let me toss a name out to you. Uh, Chris Gibson, he's a, a really respected Republican. If he decided to run against Cuomo, you think he'd have a shot? 
Well, it's a fourth term. Pataki wasn't well known. You know, when he won for a fourth term, mm-hmm. uh, these, I don't know. Again, if this was a strong, if this was a Gingrich year when he picked up 54 congressional seats, then someone like Chris Gibson could win. I just think that the Democrats are going to come out strong in New York State, try to recapture the House seats, and uh, Trump's still going to be around. I don't think there's going to be enough groundswell of Republicans in the state uh, to uh, to defeat Cuomo. What about it? What about him being primary from the left? Do you think that would happen? Yes, that could happen. That will happen. He will be okay. primary. Um, he had started to earn back the grudging support of the left based on his performance of COVID-19. He's lost mm-hmm. that. Back to having the old image of Cuomo being manipulative, um, uh, sort of a nasty guy. Uh, the press never really liked him in New York, even if they wrote good articles. They never liked him. Um, uh-huh. so I think he will, he will be primary. The question is, can the primary person win against him? And, again, it comes down to a candidate with money. Okay. And, and Cuomo has the ability to raise a lot of money, right? Yeah, but you are right that it doesn't, if the Democrat doesn't have to have Bloomberg type money, because, mm-hmm. uh, and you got to have enough money to run a good campaign. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, most of the financial people, they're going to certainly want to give money nationally to all the congressional candidates to keep the House or and to keep the Senate. So it's going to be hard because there's going to be so much pressure on the money people and there's only so much to go around. Um, right. And people don't like Cuomo, but the, the money people aren't going to be upset enough to focus on defeating him versus electing you know more senators, and and re, and making sure we don't lose the house. So it might have to be, it may have to be someone who's a, a Democrat, but has personal money. I don't see that happening. If Bloomberg ran, he beats him. Yeah, but, but he's not going to run. Bloomberg's been all over the map. I mean, he's been a Republican and Democrat, I mean... No, I agree. You know, is that real credible? Yeah, I think it is, because Cuomo has the same... Cuomo just is not that well-liked. And and Mm -hmm. among the the progressives that vote in primaries, um, there was a candidate who had some of the same baggage as Cuomo, but was new. It's a fourth term, but I don't know mm-hmm. who that is. Bloomberg's not going to run. I'm just throwing that name out there. 
because um, mm-hmm. he's a Democrat with money. I just don't know. I, 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 I conclude that Andrew, because it's a year from now, this quiets down, doesn't have much opposition. He'll have someone like Cynthia Nixon, but not someone strong. And I think he wins. You know, I told you three years ago that I thought Cynthia Nixon didn't have the chops to, to, you know, to defeat Cuomo. And I thought seven years ago that Zephyr Teachout had a chance. You know, we, you and I have discussed many times about Teachout. Uh, so that's that. I'd like to transition into a conversation about Teachout. You know, when she ran for attorney general, Cuomo was scared to death of her because she said, teach out. He didn't want her to be attorney general. So, you know, he kind of manipulated it so that she wouldn't win. And John, uh, Sean Patrick Maloney, uh, was in there to make sure she didn't win. And James yeah, he entered the race. It really hurt her. Right, right. So Piss uh, James became the attorney general. So what transpired over the past couple of weeks? Do you think Cuomo will try to get rid of her for attorney general next time around? No, no. You know, we have a black attorney general. I'm told that if you read her whole speech, though she triggered this thing, uh, that she could have been tougher on Cuomo. Uh, Cuomo's not going to go after her. If he has a primary and he's going after Tish James at the same time, he gets hurt in the black community. Uh, no one is saying that Tish James isn't doing a decent job. Uh, that's not going to happen. He's going to focus on his own race. Your teach out, and look, teach out is extremely smart and talented. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's lost several races now, um, mm-hmm. but she's certainly qualified. I don't know if she wants to go through it again, um, and I don't know if she she'll have the money, but she she certainly. Mm-hmm. She certainly would be a viable candidate. So do you think that if she did run in a primary, she might pull it off? I think there's a chance. There's a Mm -hmm. chance. She's definitely got strong respect in the press. She's got strong respect among progressives. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. Cuomo is not liked by the press. I mean, the Times never has been a fan of his. Uh, and I think the hypocrisy of of writing a book at the same time hiding information will hurt him in the primary if there's a strong primary mm-hmm. candidate. They'll, you know. Um, so I Do think you think, have a shot. Do you think he, uh, when he wrote the book, when he was hiding facts, do you think he did that because he didn't give a damn and 
people would like him anyway? I don't know. You'd need a commission to study this. For all I know, he didn't. He didn't consciously. Remember, that was a crisis. You were occupied twenty four seven. Right. Back in March, this happened March twenty fifth, and I mean the directive. Um, and it's possible that this isn't something that he really understood was happening within his administration. Um, it's also possible that he was fully aware and told him not to release it. But without some sort of uh, commission, we don't know um, the facts here. I mean, we know it was a six-week period. We know he made a decision uh, during the midst of the crisis to, in order to open up bases at the hospital. He directed that COVID patients be back home, but we don't know if uh, how many of them still had COVID. It's been we just don't know the facts. Right. So, you know, the those people went from hospital to the nursing home. Many many of those people would you say did not have any place to go and it was in, inevitable that they went back to the nursing home? I don't know. Certainly thousands of COVID patients uh, left the hospital and went home. We don't know of those that went home, how many uh, were negative at the time, um, how many were positive. Um, mm -hmm. And the press is pretty much assuming that many of them were positive, and they may have been. They're assuming Cuomo knew that the federal government was not getting the statistics of the people that died in the hospital versus in the nursing home. All of this mm -hmm. without more of a study. But I don't know if the study will happen or, or whether this will die down. You'd have to have a commission. Um, right. You know, they talk about withdrawing the emergency powers that expire April 30th. I don't know if that's a good idea. Uh, the uh, a major mistake was made here, but, you know, we have a lot of COVID-19 issues uh, and vaccinations. And to take the power from Cuomo, it, it may make, it may punish him, but it may hurt our ability to, to run this, you know, the, the vaccination program well. Um, and, I don't know. You may you may get a censure out of the assembly or the senate, um, but I think the thing will die down. So, do you think that uh, you don't think this is a story with legs, then, right? I don't think. I think it has legs for another thirty or maybe even sixty days, but I don't think it has legs lasting in twenty. 22 gubernatorial campaign. His okay. opponent will use it against him, but by then, by the time the campaign's around, we, we sh society should be back, back to normal, and I'm not sure voters are going to care a lot about it used by a liberal uh, candidate against him a year from now. So if you think he, the possibility of him being reelected is pretty great, why well, then I think, 
Right. But, I mean, your teach out is a good example. A robust camp, it's hard to win a fourth term. Hard to win a fourth term. Uh, this mistake by Cuomo uh, definitely has resurfaced a lot of the anti-Cuomo feeling. And I, I'm a perfect example. You know, I never liked the guy. I never trusted right. him. And all this does is make me remember that I don't think he's a great leader. So I, I think yeah, but- he's beatable. We just need a candidate. He's definitely beatable. I will. I would vote for a candidate against Cuomo. Uh, and a lot of people who support term limits don't like the idea of someone being in power for 16 years. Okay. Okay, let, let's look three years ago uh, when Cynthia Nixon was the candidate. She was a pretty weak candidate. Uh, do you see anybody else on the, on the progressive uh, horizon since then who would offer a, you know, a, a challenge to Cuomo? Because I thought, I thought Cynthia Nixon was just, a terrible candidate. Yeah, I mean, on paper, on paper, she was a, a choice for governor, but she was a very weak candidate. Teachout's not a weak candidate. He's much more articulate uh, with right. a deeper base. You know, mm-hmm. who might, but I don't think he has a prayer, is de Blasio. He's out of office. Uh, he perceives himself, he meets, as even presidential material, he has to decide what to do. But, and, you know, he might surprise us. But right now, the, the Blasio is is not thought of highly, especially outside of New York City. But he might do it. Um, if you look at the other, you know, maybe there's an upstate... Democratic congressperson uh, that might make a viable candidate. I don't know. Do you have any names? Bill Samuel. No. How about Cynthia Pooler? <laughs> no. So you think that, that uh, De Blasio is still credible enough? That he might be well, picked for a uh, well, if it's a choice, uh, for... I think De Blasio and Cuomo have some of the same problems. They're both seen as sort of arrogant. Uh, right. They both are well liked by the press, um, and the they both have a lot of negatives. But if it's a choice between De Blasio and Cuomo, and De, mm-hmm. and if De Blasio ran a really strong campaign. People might say, you know what, I don't like de Blasio, but four terms is enough. Three terms is enough. You know, I wouldn't rule it out. I mean, initially people would laugh and think, you know, it's like him running for president. It was a joke. But almost weak enough that it might be interesting. Mm. And what else is de Blasio going to do? He's been a politician all his life. Um, uh-huh. 
He's always been anti-Cuomo. He might just do it. Oh. I'm not saying he... Does he anti-Cuomo, or, or is it Cuomo who's anti-de Blasio? I think it's both. Really? I think they're similar. They're, they're similar in their chutzpah. Okay. Well, so, you know, this is going to be an interesting story to see how it, it plays out. And you, what you're saying is, if you were to put money down on this, you think Cuomo is pretty vulnerable for a fourth term? I think he's vulnerable. I put his chances of reelection at 70%. But Which is pretty high. I said, that's pretty high. Yeah, because we don't you know? have an candidate. But I got to tell you, there's enough resentment against Cuomo. You know, Mario Cuomo wasn't disliked. People were just tired of his liberalism at that time. It was more of a Republican era. The fourth term, right. very tough. I think Rockefeller won a fourth term, but he spent a fortune. Right. 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 So this is going to be a very interesting year to see you know, what Cuomo does and how he escapes this. Um, So, Bill, you're retired now, more or less retired from politics. Yep. You live live in New Hampshire. Um, So what have you been up to lately? Well, I've been just following all the politicians. I've been reading the daily uh, emails and supporting my wife who's fixing up a house and uh-huh. that that's what happens. I miss New York but this was a time my wife went to a school up here and she wanted to move uh-huh. and it's my turn to support her. So has your has your uh, desire to see the Constitutional Convention are you going to pass the torch to somebody else for that? Well, you got, you know, what, another 18 years before that happens. So oh, okay. It, but that was a crushing defeat. And people were so afraid of Trump that most, a lot of my liberal friends opposed the convention, not because there aren't major things that need to be changed in our Constitution, they were just afraid of the Mercers and Trump-like money might come in and take a hold of the delegates. I think they were wrong. I think they under, overestimated, you know, the strength of the right to elect delegates. But, you know, a lot of very smart people just said, we don't want to take the chance. So mm-hmm. I was very disappointed. Okay. So, Bill, as this crisis unfolds, I'll be in contact with you because I think what you say is very important. So you have been listening to Bill Samuels. I'm Cynthia Pooler, and this is Focus on Albany. If you like this show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Bill, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Keep up your good work, Cynthia. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. Right. Bye.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.